let's do it. So, RailsConf 2007, Europe in Berlin. It's over. Standing here with uh, David Hennemar Hansen. Most of you should know who he is. What do you think conference this time? I think it went great. I think it's uh, it's really interesting how the European conference kind of have a, a slightly different feel um, to it. It's a little bit, of course, it's it's smaller, but it's also this has a, a different feel to it. It's interesting to see people from a lot of different countries, uh, more so than the U.S. is, of course, very U.S.-based. Um, so it's just great to hear from people in Italy, people in France, people in Norway, all over the place. I get to talk to a lot of uh, people from those countries here versus in the in the U.S. where I, I'm mostly hanging just out with Americans. So that's cool. seemed like there were a lot of people who came to Portland and then they also came to here, but of course... A lot of just Europeans. Yeah, yeah, up yeah. The there's definitely too. people doing uh, both, which I also think is actually pretty cool because unlike a lot of conferences who are doing like US and EU, um, like our EU conference is actually not just a rehash of what's going on at uh, at the American conference, which I think is a really big strength that we're not just recycling material. It's it's mostly all new uh, keynotes, all new presentations, and so on. And things move fast enough that six months apart, uh, a lot of new stuff will have come out. Now, in your keynote, you kind of warn people there's not going to be anything groundbreaking, and yeah. there's a lot that people had seen, but right. Rails 2.0 coming out pretty soon. A little bit of stability then for the next few months. Yeah, I think so. I think it's... Um, I, th- I think it's it's actually good that we're we've fostered a lot of revolutions on people in a very short period of time in the past, and I think it's it's good that people just get a uh, a chance to catch up in some sense. Uh, I think we've had a lot of stuff pushed out there that still haven't really been thoroughly adopted. So, for example, the rest stuff. I mean, it's been quite a while since we announced it. It's been even further since I developed the first app according to those principles, but it's still not something that everybody has picked up on. So I think it's good that 2.0 is it's going to improve on a lot of things, a lot of small things, but it's also giving people a chance to catch up on the big stuff. One last technical thing. I was surprised that you said active resource was never really intended to be used outside of firewalls at 37 signals you're using it internally between applications initially people were very excited because they thought oh I'll consume all these remote APIs but maybe that it's really there to change the way people design their applications well I, I think it's, it's uh, twofold so I, I'm actually it's, it's kind of um, disingenuous of me to say it's not being used outside because we're actually exposing something like the high-rise API. Our sample implementation is actually active resources. So anybody who wants to use high-rise will go through active resources and that's a public side. We're just saying like my own personal use of it is mostly to restructure my applications behind the firewall. So I want high-rise to use the same credit card uh, storage mechanism as Basecamp does. And I don't want to duplicate the code. I don't want to do plugins. I want this to be a separate application. An active resource really allows you to, to build a net of applications behind the firewall that you can hook up and share functionality in a really simple and easy-to-use way. So I think that's actually where it's going to have the biggest impact. Uh, like there's been web services for a long time, and, and people are pretty used to using those for consuming external information, but perhaps they're not as used to re-architecting their internal uh, setups with uh, web services. And that's, I think, just... Active Resource makes that really easy because if you have Rails all around, you're already producing XML. Just by making a scaffold application, you have something that could be consumed by Active Resource. So I think that... I, I'm hoping that more people would 
take that up as their applications grow larger and if they want to separate more concerns out and so on and so forth. Exciting. We can look for a Rails 2.0 preview release in the next couple of weeks then? Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm hoping actually shorter than that. I'm hoping that within the next week or so, we're going to wrap everything up. It's pretty much there. So, I mean, you can cheat and you can download Edge as it is, and it's going to be pretty damn close to what the uh, preview is going to look like. But when we do the the preview, we're going to do real gems and we're going to do a attack in SVN and so on and get people just ready to jump on 2.0. Thank you. All right. Cool. Yeah, it's nice to have that thing.